Welcome back to Finding My Perfect Awkward. And this week I'm with Tony Lavrino from Throwback Nation. Hello. Hello, Kira. I, I, I love the name of this. And um, <laughs> 17 year old Tony could have heard A, there's this thing called a podcast, and B, there's a thing called Finding My Perfect Awkward. I think 17 year old Tony would think this was even cooler than 40 uh, something Tony thinks this. <laughs> so, congrats. Thank you. What exactly are you doing right now? And can you tell me a little bit how you got to where you are? Sure. Um, well, my background, um, I wanted to be a TV anchor getting into, you know, graduating high school, going to college. I thought I was going to be, you know, one of the um, Tom Brokaw, uh, Peter Jennings, Dan Rather to date myself a little bit. You know, if you want to go uh, Lester Holt or, or um, David Muir. Uh, today, you know, hey, go for that too. But um, I always enjoyed news. I enjoyed politics. I enjoyed music. I enjoyed radio. I thought it was cool, but I didn't know. I didn't know how much I was going to enjoy it until uh, one summer in the summer of 2000, I was um, ending my freshman year um, at school at Drake University. And I was working at the campus radio station and really liked it and had liked TV stuff too, but none of the TV stations in Milwaukee where I was from, as I was coming back, would take you into a newsroom as an intern until you were considered a junior standing. And I was not, I was going to be a sophomore. Mm -hmm. So I'm applying for these internships. I'm like, I want to do something this summer. I don't want to just, you know, work for my parents' business, you know, working summer job stuff. Or, you know, yeah, I wanted to hang out and have fun, but like I wanted to do something. And so I applied to be an intern at um, 94.5 WKTI, which was a big radio station here growing up in Milwaukee, big hot AC at the time. And I fell in love with it. Um, and I think the real difference for me personally was I enjoy the content that we bring, music, conversation, energy mood momentum to be able to enhance people's moods i think radio done well is a mood compliment it's an enhancer it, you know, it, it yes it's a um it does it, it we do a lot of things well and that's it's not just the music it's the whole presentation it's the mm -hmm. music it's the companionship it's the conversation it's the engagement of talent um it's the ability to be a friend to be a companion and I think that's what radio does really well. And certainly there are, you know, that does, and that's not a format thing. You know, that's for a hip hop format. It's a companion for people that like hip hop for a country station, for a uh, top 40, adult top 40 news, sports, whatever. It's a companion. I think that talk based personalities are really great companions. Um, yeah. I love listening to sports talk after a, really good game or a really bad game, you know? Um, yes. And I think that the, com the, the companionship and the, the opinions and the hot takes that happen in that format, I really enjoy. And I'm not a big, um, I'm a sports fan, but I'm not a, you know, I'm not a, uh, I, die hard. I, yeah, I'm not a diehard. Yeah. I have my teams and everything. I'm, I'm Milwaukee Bucks. I'm Green Bay Packers. I'm Milwaukee Brewers. My wife is the Cubs, you know, but I'm not like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a do or die, you know, um, with any of those, but I'm, but I enjoy the content. And I think that that's a really well done format that I enjoy just as a consumer. So I really fell in love with companionship when I didn't fall in love with, um, 
the lifestyle of news. I think, you know, journalism right now, we can talk to a lot of people and journalism is under attack for the fake news stuff and all that. And I give great journalists and great news people so much credit because not only uh, are they under attack for that? Um, they don't have the best hours in the world. You think of reporters and anchors on the 10 o'clock news or 11 o'clock news or whatever. I mean, late at up, night, early in the morning, late at night, early in the morning, they're meeting. They are meeting their consumer where their consumer is, which is morning news, early uh, news, news after prime time late. Um, and sh- certainly there's a lot of shifting habits in television news, but uh, but they're being bombarded with this idea that what they're saying isn't the truth, which is not the truth. They're reporting the truth. Um, and this is concocted, but we won't we won't touch this because I'll go down a rabbit hole. But <laughs> but I give journalists so much credit. I just found out pretty quickly it wasn't for me. Right. You know, I enjoy it, but it wasn't what I really, it wasn't what I was as passionate about. I'm also a music and kind of history nerd. So when you talk about, you know, learning about the history of music, the history of top 40 music, the evolution of musical styles, um, alternative and hip hop coming out in the nineties and all that. I mean, it just, this is what I grew to love. And so um, worked at stations in college at uh, Saga, the Des Moines radio group, Star 102.5 and KIOA. Great radio station, Saga, fantastic learning environment for someone coming up because the company still cares about content and product and really doing it well. Went to work at a station out of college. I started, I graduated on a Saturday. I started my first full-time job on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Um for uh, Triad, uh, it was called Triad Broadcasting at the time. Now it's Radio Fargo Moorhead, Fargo, North Dakota. Um, now the format is on ninety eight point seven. It used to be on one hundred five point one when I was there working at the Hot IC. I was there for about fifteen months and then went back to Des Moines. Grew up, you know, grew more there. Took on some programming roles and really developed a love for classic hits programming. Even at the ripe old age of twenty three, didn't get a lot of dates to the. You know, by saying, hey, you want to go to our New Year's Eve party with Herman's Hermits? No, no. <laughs> but had a lot of fun and learned from some of the best people in the business um, and then went to uh, Intercom in 2006 in Milwaukee in my hometown um, was a morning show producer and then became the assistant PD over time of WMYX, which is another longtime hot AC huge, you know, just huge opportunities there that. Um, people gave me to be able to step up and show what I could do, which led to a programming position with Intercom in Kansas City um, with a station um, that had not had a lot of success. It was kind of one of those format of the week, format of the month club frequencies. I think it had been four formats in five years or something like that. So, um, and now, you know, I'm proud to say that 99.7 The Point in Kansas City has been a really, really strong brand for over 12 years, 10, 10, 11, 12 years, somewhere right in there. And, um, and I'm still on with throwback nation on, uh, Saturday nights. And Chris is on with throwback two can Sundays. Um, from there, uh, had an opportunity to grow within the company one more time and went to Atlanta and helped, uh, turn around WSTR, um, took the station to number one in its target with women, which was a fantastic accomplishment. Um, it didn't 
necessarily stay at the top of the heap as long as we'd hoped, but we certainly put our best effort forward and learned and grew with a lot of other people there as well and was really thankful for the opportunity. At the end of my contract, you know, it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do forever. And I think the company wanted a fresh set of eyes on things too. And so I can respect that and went, went on and developed um, what I really wanted to do, which was this concept of what I call modernized classic hits. Um, and that's what throwback is. It's modernized classics. It is playing music that is from the 80s and 90s on Throwback Nation, Throwback 2K being the early 2000s, and um, giving it that unique, fun spin that you can do where it's contemporary Everything we do is contemporary. We're not, hey, hey, pew, 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 you know, living in the past. Um, it's a very contemporary take on things, but it is a, the music is classic. The music is timeless. The music is, yeah. we play hits, big hits that people across generations have loved. And that's the fun part. Um, and connecting. I think that's the other thing that we do. And I really enjoy Kira is going back. I talked about that connection, that companionship. We're able to do that and to be able to build this on a national scale and provide this content for broadcasters who need it for their brands. I'm a lucky guy. One of the major draws to radio is the fact that you can be a light for somebody in a time of darkness, which sounds cliche, but legitimately you're in somebody's car, you're in somebody's home now. Right. And you can be even for seven seconds at a time. <clears throat> a light in somebody's darkness. Mm -hmm. You can now do that. Like you said, on national scale in how many cities throwback nation is on right now in about 65 markets. Throwback 2k <sighs> is on in 70. And we have another show retro pop reunion with Joe Cortez. Um, that is on in another 45 plus markets. So um, we're able to be that exactly what you said, that light for someone in a lot of places Yeah, in large markets. In small markets, everywhere in between. And yeah, I've learned and, a lot through that. But you, they can also access it on their phones, right? So anybody can access it anywhere. Yeah, anybody. We we have streams set up through the station so people can listen through the respective web, websites at throwbacknationradio.com, throwback2k.com, retropopreunion.com. Um, when the shows are on, you can stream through the websites through some of the stations that we're on. And we did the hometown tour where we would go to these every Friday. We would go to a different uh, suburb and we would go to the Panera and we would hang out there and we would go, um, you know, meet listeners and do silly games and give away stuff anyway. So mm -hmm. we had one particular week where we um, we were just at one of the hometown tours and a woman came up uh, to Jane Matinair, who's our co co-host with uh, Kid O'Shea at the time and said, Jane, I have to tell you something, you know, back um, it was go red for women week, you know, and you said, if something doesn't feel right, you need to go to your doctor. And, you know, it was kind of one of those kicker stories that you do at the end of a newscast or, right. you know, throw away. And she said, and I went to my doctor and sure enough, I had an undiagnosed heart condition. And if I hadn't gone in, there's a good chance I wouldn't be here today. That woman was a mom of four or five girls imagine what would have happened 
if Jane would have just said, I'm going to read this kicker story here about um, the the crazy drunk guy instead of the go red for women week. Right. Mm-hmm. What would have happened if she wouldn't have said at that particular time, hey, don't forget to get checked out. If you're not feeling right, go take care of yourself. We have no idea the number of people that we reach. Um Elizabeth Kay, who's another one of the hosts at MYX in Milwaukee, who I had the opportunity to work with, too. She went through um, donating a kidney um, and has gone through, you know, uh, to her um, mother-in-law and has gone through, you know, talked about organ donation and all those sorts of things. And how many doors has she opened by saying, you know what, if, you know, you need to get checked out for this, you know, between... Uh, donating blood between donating you know live organs for very close family members or uh, bone marrow, all these different things. The or maybe you know, God forbid, someone was in a car accident and died, but they they put the checkbox that yeah, you can donate more. You know, all these sorts of things that save lives that make a huge impact. Yeah, we give away front row tickets to Lizzo, but we do a lot more than that. And it's in these conversations and these moments that we may not realize that we may be changing someone's life. We are going to do a segment called Rapid Questions. The ironic part of it is that it's not rapid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What's what's the worst gift you've ever gotten and what did you do about it? There's a couple. Um, Oh, no. There's a couple. But I'm going to give... A shout out to um, it's actually it's not the worst, but it's the funniest, Um, but it's but it's bad. It's naughty. So there was a phrase that I have uttered that I will not utter on this, this, uh, this conversation here today, Kira. Okay. um, It was about it had the idea of I want to see your final product. You don't have to show it on display to me in the process. And it was a it was a naughty kind of phrase because none of us has ever used a naughty word in the broadcasting business or never in any business. And I had said this a couple times to Kelly Urick, who is our morning show host uh, at KZPT in Kansas City. Kelly just retired from radio at KCMO FM in Kansas City for Cumulus and has decided he's going to do uh, some pursue some other things in life and i'm really really happy for him kelly got this phrase and for christmas one year uh him and brian Saminsky, who's our morning show producer had it put on a shirt and gave it to me and i'm like i can't what did you like what what is this i can't wear this anywhere what is it but i have never seen somebody laugh as hard as kelly uh as when he i you know un raveled that shirt or whatever it was and um i'm like i can't believe you did this and i love it and i hate it and it's terrible and i can't say it out loud but it was so it was it was bad and good all at the same time um and maybe someday kira if we're in the same place at the same time somewhere maybe boot camp or something like that i'll tell you what it said and i'll give you the backstory deal deal because now i am so curious but do you still wear the shirt Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. You didn't give it away, did you? Can you imagine donating that? <laughs> oh, I would have. No, I wouldn't dare give that to a, a Goodwill store. They would. <laughs> what is this? So. 
Oh, I'm so curious now, but I will be patient. I will be patient. What is number one on your bucket list? I want to go to Italy. Um, yeah, I have not. I've not been to Europe, actually. I've been to, you know, I've been to Mexico, done the whole, you know, all-inclusive vacation, that sort of thing. But um, my uh, my side of the family is from um, Sicily. And uh, my grandparents, unfortunately, you know, it was always, oh, when are we going to go to Italy? When are we going to go to Italy? And they passed away before they were able to go. Um, and my grandpa was 100% Sicilian. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to. I'm not going to pass that up. I just can't. Yeah. Um, too. yeah. So that, you know, and I'm, I'm, I have another radio shout out to Skywalker who works at K104. Um, and I believe it's in P- Poughkeepsie in New York. And he's posting all these pictures of all this amazing food. And I'm just like, what are you a nerd about? <laughs> <laughs> what am I not a nerd about? Um, well, all things music, um, and radio, I, you know, Hi. I, it's, um, I'm always, you know, when we're on, we were just on a road trip, um, with some friends of ours to go back to Des Moines for a, a college reunion. And it's like, we're driving and I'm like, okay, flip it over to this station. Okay. Flip it over to this station. You know, just knowing where stations are across the country. Um, I'm a little bit of a nerd about, um, that I'm a nerd about like TV and, and that as well, just having, you know, experienced so much, um, you know, wanting to get into TV and knowing like um, random facts of like TV shows from the nineties and early two thousands, you know? Um, so, so all of that. Um, and I'm a nerd about the way that music sounds and the presentation of music on radio. Um, I'm I'm kind of unique and lucky in that not only do I like music, but I have a musical background. I've played piano since I was four years old. And oh. in that, I learned musical keys. I learned tempo. I learned, you know, different styles of music. And when you learn classical music from a young age you learn a lot and i learned that a lot of radio stations could spend a little bit of time improving their music flow and how they do what they do and oh they would improve their tsl they would improve their engagement so much more how many times have you been listening to a radio station and you hear this um pumping up beat you know, yeah, we got you going. And then it goes into the slowest, it goes into oh, Angel yeah. by Sarah McLaughlin. And you're like, what? Um, Way to bring me down. Yeah. What food consistency are you not a fan of? Or do you hate the most? Let's go with what do you hate the most? Um, celery that isn't, celery that is in anything that isn't just a stock of celery. It's like, uh, excuse me, I don't want this chunk of celery in my tuna or potato salad. This is this. Yeah. How's that? How's that for a gross out right there? I mean, potato salad isn't exactly like the best consistency in itself, but then you add that chunk of stringy fibrousness and you're like, "Mm, what is that crunch? I don't, I don't want that crunch. I just want, I want my potato salad to be a big, blob of blab and like it just needs to be like 
this. You know, don't give me that crunch. Don't give me that crunch. Uh uh-uh. uh. And this is where Kira goes to go vomit in the middle of the presentation. No, I'm kidding. There was an episode where I uh, made the my guest eat what he hated the most, which at that time was broccoli. And what I I had to eat what I hated the most, which, which are is? hot dogs. Okay. That that's a, it, <sighs> hot dogs are weird. You got to come to a Brewers baseball game here in Milwaukee and I'll tell you how you solve this problem of feeling like a hot dog or a brat or something is weird. You drink about 6 Miller Lights beforehand. <laughs> it's perfect, you know. Get me another one of those dogs. Throw a little special stadium sauce on it. It's real good. Yeah, really good. I love your that accent that fake accent. oh yeah yeah we can turn that's the accent and i've i joke around in this accent all the time but this is that accent is some of my extended family and that's just the voices you hear oh, oh yeah oh yeah for sure yeah yeah so there are some accents that i find really interesting like the boston one i've always found intriguing just because it's so strong yep. but the new york accent australian accents oh my goodness we can't send you send you around any Australian dudes, can we? <laughs> you send me to go and I have to meet a 12-foot spider. I think oh. we have an issue. Oh, no, I ain't going to see that. No, no, I ain't <laughs> going to see that or anything either. I says, no, no. I don't know about that. No. They have, they have such the bugs and the animals that are in Australia. I don't think exist anywhere else. I think oh. they were teleported from aliens because those things are ginormous let them stay there just let them stay there a video on tiktok that it attacked the cameraman when somebody was trying to get it with one of those big nets i wanted to when we were talking earlier <laughs> we'll see. i think we just narrowed down your list yep italy <laughs> and that is all thank you well tony where can people find you on socials if you want to be found uh yeah i'm at tony Lorino. that's t-o-n-y-l-o-r-i-n-o on uh instagram i'm still on twitter though i don't do a lot on there uh facebook and tiktok and um at throwback nation radio on socials for the show at throwback 2k or throwback 2k radio and retro pop reunion as well and big thanks for having me here kira big thanks to our team dan holiday uh tony mascaro uh heidi goikovich um uh, Chris Cruz and uh, Joe Cortez, of course, Chase Murphy, Paul Cook, Trisha, uh, Trisha Moore. Oh, who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting. Uh, uh, did I say Joe Cortez? I meant Joe mm-hmm. Cortez and uh, Frank Monroe, Aaron Correno, Sandy Max. Um, I feel like you're accepting an award. <laughs> and um, my manager and. Um, <laughs> um, my pastor from third grade. No, um, my wife and our family <laughs> and my parents. No, um, no, uh, and our team at Skyview. Team at Skyview. Team at Skyview. Um, no, but uh, you learn and you grow from the people that surround you. And I've been so lucky to be able to do that in every opportunity, every position I've been in. And you don't just learn in this business, Kira, from the people that are older than you that are supposed to be teaching you, you learn from everybody. And when you take that sort of mentality in what you do day to day, the sky's the limit. 